global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Let's go over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call with Bloomberg's Bill Maloney. Bill? Good afternoon, Catherine. Stocks are under pressure today with the Dow currently down 108 points. SB's dropped 16 and NASDAQ is lower by 46. The small cap 600 drops nine points and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.54%. Nine out of 10 SB sectors are lower, led by losses in consumer discretionary, financials and the industrials. Small gains for energy. Dow transports drop 2%. NASDAQ biotechs outperform up 13 points. Utilities fall four. And the VIX is up by 10%. Dow leaders to the downside included Pfizer, Goldman Sachs, and Apple. Small gains for Procter & Gamble, ExxonMobil, and Travelers. Mallinckrodt jumped as much as 16% after its earnings, while Biogen surged, surged as much as 10.5% intraday after the Wall Street Journal reported that Biogen has drawn takeover interest from Allergan and Merck. It's another busy night for earnings, and some of the names reporting after the bell tonight include Tableau Software, Electronic Arts, Fitbit, and AIG. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Catherine. Thank you, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type S-Q-U-A-K on your terminal. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil is down 49 cents a barrel, a one and a quarter percent at 39.56. Ten-year Treasury down four thirty seconds with a yield of 1.53 percent. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. New York State has approved a plan to generate half of the state's power from renewable sources by the year 2030. They join uh, California in setting one of the most ambitious clean energy goals in the nation. And in addition, the plan includes billions of dollars in subsidies to keep upstate nuclear plants operational while the use of solar and wind energy ramps up. Here to tell us more is Kit Connolledge. He is Senior Industrials and Utilities Analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, providing unique and real-time research and context on a variety of industries, as well as markets and government factors that affect businesses. Our terminal customers can access this function at BIGO. Kit, thanks very much for coming into the studio. Tell us about this plan that has passed the New York State Public Service Commission. Sure. Um, the idea is to subsidize three nuclear plants upstate. Uh, they're along Lake Erie. Uh, they've been losing money. Uh, nuclear is a zero emissions source of power. Uh, it also provides a lot of jobs and a lot of tax taxes for the local communities. So those are all important factors in why Governor Cuomo uh, and the members of the Public Service Commission and unions uh, in the area all supported giving uh, subsidies to the nuclear plants. So with zero emissions, with uh, this very important link to communities and jobs, what has been the problem for nuclear power and power plants and upgrading. It seems to me that a lot of government policies have been against nuclear because they're worried about the possibility of a meltdown. They're worried about, uh, you know, of course, that not in my backyard, etc. So it's nice that New York State is turning it around, but hasn't that been the problem for nuclear? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's certainly the problem for building a new nuclear plant. That's 
not going to happen in too many places, although it's happening in Georgia and South Carolina. Um, also, it's very expensive to build a new one. For the existing plants, I think we still see a very significant anti-nuclear um, presence out there. People who just, you know, don't like the idea of nuclear plants. They have had some problems, some issues. Uh, you can debate how serious they were, et cetera. But clearly, uh, for example, the state of California decided that uh, uh, within the next eight years, they would close the last remaining power plant in California and basically pay off the shareholders of PG&E, who owns that Diablo Canyon plant, uh, and just say, okay, that's the end of nuclear in California. We're going all solar and wind. Kit, how much is this going to cost ratepayers? Uh, in New York, it it looks like about two percent. Uh, it's about five hundred million dollars a year additional payments. That's obviously spread out over a lot of electric bills, millions of electric bills. Uh, it didn't get highlighted because nobody. Uh, has an interest in highlighting it. The nuclear plant owners are happy to have higher profit margins. Uh, Governor Cuomo and the Public Service Commission are happy to have a zero emission source and happy to have the unions supporting them. So nobody's going around saying, this is really costing you money, but uh, it, it will raise bills by 2%. Some people may say that's perfectly well worth it. Well, Kit, uh, your excellent uh, work on the your North America dashboard for Bloomberg Intelligence, electric utilities, looking at this whole, there, there's a, a great uh, note of uh, political melodrama in here, though, because you point out that Exelon and Entergy will perhaps get the first uh, nuclear subsidies, but you also point out that Calpine and Dynegy aren't done fighting this nuclear aid. Tell us about that part of the no, story. No, absolutely. I think there's in in other states when, for example, the state of Ohio tried to subsidize uh, one nuclear plant and some coal plants because they were losing money, uh, they were overturned by the federal authorities uh, who, who ran the uh, merchant power grid, uh, the PJM grid. So I think that we're going to see the uh, the merchant power gas and they don't have much coal in New York, but the gas plants in New York are going to be fighting against this subsidy because if if you didn't have this subsidy, the gas plants would be operating in a market with no nuclear plants upstate and they expect to get higher prices. So they're saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, since when do they get subsidized and we don't get subsidized? It was supposed to be an open market. This is a new rule. Now, I understand that uh, the three upstate plants that are going to participate, this is what, Gina near Rochester, uh, plus the James A. Fitzpatrick and the Nine Mile Point facilities, those are all north of Syracuse. Exelon wants to buy the Fitzpatrick plant from Entergy, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Entergy wants to get out of this merchant business. They've had enough of it. It's a very volatile business. And utilities, as you know, are are very risk-averse companies. They own Indian Point, and that's not eligible for at least like two years. Uh, well, that's right. They, they, they're they sort of stuck with Indian Point. They'd rather not own it, but they feel like it's worth a couple billion dollars. So until they get paid, they're, they're not shutting it down. But if Exelon wants to buy this from them, and Exelon's very committed to the nuclear merchant business, and if they're getting higher margins, they're happy to buy it, potentially. Well, we're very happy to have you on the show today, Kit Connolly, Senior Industry Analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence Electric Utilities. Nuclear subsidies coming to New York State. This is Bloomberg. 
Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Land Rover Manhattan, where New York goes for luxury. Conveniently located at 54th and 11th Avenue and online at LandRoverManhattan.com. Land Rover Manhattan is at your service.